You're listening to the Did You Hear Show. Yo, yo, yo. Morning, folks. Here it is. With your host, Jason Garvey. Yo, yo, yo. Morning, folks. What's happening? We're here with Cuntman Dev. It's absolutely a shambles here. Um, we had planned on just doing a normal podcast, but since Dev came in, he's wrapping me hands. So we said we might as well record it. Record the man doing what he does best. Um, Jay is currently on the engineer roll over here, so I'm going to turn around, it's going to be a normal podcast, um, we have a camera on our hands and then a camera on Dave behind us, so uh, it's it's a bit different but hopefully it turns out well, we're also recording it uh, audio only, so we have you covered in that sense as well, so yeah, enjoy. Right, okay. let's get to it. Alright. Uh, one hand, yeah. One hand at a time, put the hand out there, okay. So basically what we're doing now today, we're going to give you a reusable um, hand wrap, okay? Which is exactly what I need. Yeah. So we'll give you extra support on the wrist, which hand is your, your problem hand? Um, me right, yeah. Your right hand. So this hand Tell them haymakers and Oh, home. yeah. On the big bag. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what we do is we have this cohesive bandage, first of all, which helps you as a reusable bandage. Right. Goes on really loosely with no uh, strength pulled on, on the bandage whatsoever. Okay. Yep. So that's the first layer done there for you. And that coin it sticks to the skin nicely, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So this adhesives to the bandage as well. So we, we build up the wrist Forth, which is important as we build up the wrist we come into the thumb area and we loop the thumb in okay so again nothing is putting any strain on any um joints it's not over tightened it's round around the hand and the wrist accordingly and again i'm not giving the loads of that yeah nice which and easy. causes the problem right. with, with circulation and uh, numbness of hands all right so then we move up to the knuckles here and we make a bit of padding so we just keep going all the way to the top this is the quickest and the easiest way i found through the years of making a bit of padding how long have you been doing it there i started back in 2013 and um, just out of interest i seen a, a cut man's course um, happening in the Green Isle Hotel. Oh, deadly. By Joe Clifford. And I attended the course. And then a couple of weeks later, we got talking again. And then I was introduced into hand wrapping for MMA. So if you just close your hands like that. Yeah, uh, like what? Sorry, go again. Just close your fingers. Yeah. Okay, so open again. So at that stage in 2014, Joe asked me to, uh, to come with him up to Belfast to do a show called Clam Wars MMA show and I went up and I wrapped 22 hands that day my first introduction into, into MMA uh, from my boxing background I would be used to wrapping hands but not anything like them numbers you know yeah jeez I'd say so that took a while did it yeah well you were straight into it, you were in the um, 
thrown into the deep end, you know, yeah. fight or swim kind of situation. But yeah, uh, left no choice. Yeah, and uh, that was great. That's great. Well, what about your own hands, Dave? Do they guess like obviously I'm like how many did you say twenty four? Yeah, about twenty two, I think it was. Right. Twenty two people's hands so that's obviously very tiring on your hands. Yeah, it is. Um tiring in the sense that um since the thousand and tour then the product has come on. Yeah. In leaps and bounds. Okay. Um back in the day when we were wrapping hands, the the tape that we used didn't have little edges on it, so it wasn't easy to break or cut. Right. So you were ripping it with your thumb right. all the time, and it was you were actually getting welts in your thumbs yeah, and so. Yeah, um, The product itself, the bandage, the tape has all got better since ten years. You know, at this stage, which allows um, you to do a walk a lot better. Yeah, obviously. makes things a hell of a lot easier. Uh, you can still out there, unfortunately, um, buy products that are not uh, up to standards, you know. Right, like something similar like what I got. <laughs> <laughs> it does the job, you know. Um, well, not fucking good enough, obviously. Cause but again, it's education yeah. because you've never wrapped your hands before, mm. so you don't know what you're doing. Well, uh, you know? I wrapped them, like I said, I don't... Um, I done a course through the big and the light down in SPG and they gave me hand wraps for like that. They were very, they were only three metres or something like that. They weren't yeah. long enough, you know. Um, so I, I done a, a little small bit. <laughs> nothing too much though. But nothing to this standard anyway. I've always yeah. wanted to get my hands wrapped uh, properly for a long time. And then obviously I had no reason to get it done but since I seen you doing the, un, uh, the reusable ones, mm -hmm. it's a no-brainer, you know. Yeah, well, basically with the reusable ones, there's a couple of different levels that I that I um, make them at. We say, one, the amateur level, mm -hmm. two would be the professional level. Um, the, the strength and structure is in the boat, but they're, they're, um, I would use different tapes on them. Right. Whereas today I'm using a co cohesive bandage with uh, a normal cotton bandage. That would be like um, more so for your amateur boxer, for your um, white collar boxer kind of thing, you know. Right. Um, but the professional, I'd use a different tape altogether. Right. And be more um, strength and durability in the in the bandage itself yeah. because obviously the professional. Yeah, obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. But the um, this one here. Is adequate for any um, fire, and you can feel yourself straight off the mark. The difference, yeah. All right. So <laughs> if you make if you make a fist there, okay. So everything is in there. Someone's from getting the dropped. That's all I know. From the wrist all the way down, okay. Do you feel like a fighter, Jay? Do I? Yeah. Do you feel like you actually want to go out and spark somebody now? I'm going round to that garage and I'm going to punch the force fella. That's it. <laughs> I'm only joking. Look. Right, look. so you explain to me how it feels for like, getting your hands wrapped for the first time. Yeah, it, it's it's very comfortable. Um, and it's it, it's cool for me to see. Obviously, w watching movies and watching fighters get it done, you know. It, it, 
not only just because I need it, it's, it's cool just to get done, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I, I bought a bag recently, it's a very heavy bag, and I sprained my wrist about two months ago. And I was in pain for a good while. I couldn't lift that or that, and so I was a cunt. Um, so hopefully now this will... Like, I was throwing silly punches as well. I only got the bag, you know? So, um... Looping haymakers this, and something? Yeah. But the, the, this the, this already feels quality, like... Open. Close. Same again. All right. Okay. Okay, open again. Do you enjoy doing it there? Yeah. Yeah. You get to meet fighters. You get to meet coaches. I've travelled from the east coast of the world to the west coast of the world. I've been around. Um, I've stood in rooms with, with fighters that I, I I wouldn't have known were historic fighters of the decades, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, it's such an honour to meet guys, you yeah. know, that all they want to do is get in the ring and win and, and do their best to win, you know? Mm. And your part of their um, show, keep them going all the time, yeah. get their hands right, get their head right, be in the side of the ring with them or the cage that they know that they can depend on yeah. on you when yeah. it comes time for uh, for the fight. Yeah. You know, it's a big thing. The same with, with guys when they when they when they're in training. So when I do a rap, they just put that on the hand and they know, you know, yeah. the hand is, has, has what it needs to go through the training session, yeah. to go through the sparring session, and don't worry about. You know, you get guys that putting on bandages with gel pads and doing this way and that way, then putting on tape and doing this tape and that tape. But they're not happy yeah. because they don't know what they're doing, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just following what they've seen on YouTube or anywhere else. Right. Whereas if you turn around and you do this for somebody and they know yeah. each time they put this their gloves on and they have a um, professional wrap done that they know they're the, the strength of protection They're is there. To, go, yeah? to just put them yeah. on, put it, put it, put a bit of tape over them. Basically, what I do is, is I, I cut this down the center like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you can take that on and off as you please when the when the time comes, and then all they do is then they just get the tape again, and they just close that segment, right, right, and right. it's ready to use again. Yeah. That's basically the ins and outs of uh, how to get in and out of your. Really it's like a glove, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like a glove, and like everything else, it wears in time. Of course, yeah. You know, how often would you say you'd need to? Rep- Obviously, it depends on how much. It depends on how you. Hands. Yeah, again, uh, a pro boxer could be training twice a day. You know, yeah. He could be doing his. We just say, uh, is is a gym walk, his bag walk, his pad walk, and then he could be sparring in the afternoon. Depending on, on on what way the schedule is, could be a strength and conditioning cut, and then pad walk in the in the evening times. Depends on how much um, usage they're going to get on the pad, and like everything else, you'll feel it through time, through experience, and all you can do is then at that stage you get your normal bandage and you wrap that around with it, 
and it helps its yeah. longevity of life, you know. So tell me, what you're doing here now, um, let's say if a professional fighter had, uh, let's say, three sessions that day, yeah. would you have to do this three times or would you do a reusable one like this for a situation like that? No, you do a reusable one, you know. Right. And um, you could have two two pairs, you know. Yeah. So one is already dry there and it's ready to go in. So when you're finished with this, you take this off and you just let it dry normally in yeah, the room. Yeah, yeah. So, And then he'll just come along then and uh, put a second pair on, slip it in, Deadly. and wait, wait to go. You know, ready, to ready to rock away, again. Yeah. yeah. So as I said, next time you go to the gym, next time you're hitting the bag, you just get a bit of tape. Yeah. Close them over with the tape. Yeah. Bang. Right. Bring the tape around again. Pull it there, and then once you're getting that, that pulled across, then straight away. Solid, yeah. And the trick then, when you finish this, don't just get the tape and just put it down there because you won't find it. Yeah. <laughs> you just fold put a little, yeah. a little fold on it so you can find the next time you're doing it. Yeah. Right? So again, if you give that a fist, right, everything is in there. Mm -hmm. All solid again. Yeah. That's cool. That's <laughs> cool. You know, I've been wrapping hands since I was probably 10 years of age. We used to get an old bandage, cut a hole in it, Put our thumb in it and wrap it around, yeah. and then we had to rip it at the end, and we tie a knot in it, and that was the string to tie it at right. the end. So that was our bandage. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. our bandage we used, and our coach showed us how to bandage again using crisscross methods. Yeah, yeah. And wrapping around the knuckles because yeah. that gives the strength and protection all down here all yeah. the time. So that's the main thing in there. I have to say, now that feel like it, it. It's mainly the wrist that I feel the difference in. You know, mm -hmm. it's it, it's nice and hard because obviously before, which I had, give us a, a pair of them over. So these were the ones I was using. Jake, can the camera see them? Okay, yeah. Right. So these were the ones I was using. They're basically just um, you literally just gel pads. You just throw your hand in there, wrap that around two, three times max is all I got out of it, and uh, obviously then into a glove, but. That's how we fucked up my wrist, and you can see, like, that's that's shite. That's just like a normal glove, and that's you know, there's a big difference there. That is rock solid, that's like a cast, you know what I mean? It's like I'm only out of hospital and I want to punch someone with a bad hand. Jay, you <laughs> want to say something there, bud? No, I was just going to say you were showing the, the glove off to the, the camera, just raise it a little bit. All right, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's the shite. So I'm at the upgrading, and now we're going on to do the next one. Um, so who is the most popular fighter who's hand you've wrapped so far? The biggest slab or um, like I've, I suppose I've been uh, we've done a couple. I've done a couple of world title fights, you know. Yeah. Um, I've been in Madison Square Gardens. I've stood beside. Um, keep that open there. Yeah, sorry, That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I still beside champions, former champions, but to wrap hands, um, on on a person level, who's the best? You know, it's it's getting to to me as I said before, meet the fighter, meet the fighters. Yeah, have the have the banter, have the chats. Yeah, rather than um, so like a novice championships, a, a, a junior championships. Amateur, professional, you know, mm. oh, it's just meeting the guys all the time. They're all great. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, they're all yeah. great. And it's great to, to stand in a room with these guys that are going to do battle. Yeah. In yeah. the next 
half an hour to, to two hours to three hours. You know, I wouldn't say um, I'd, I'd uh, pick one over another, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But I did have great travels with uh, Patrick Hoyland. Right. So, yeah. Patrick Hoyland in his last few fights had a couple of world title fights and um, I was ha- I was delighted to be part of his team. And uh, WBC featherweight titles in, in the States and um, unfortunately didn't come out the winner of, of them fights but it was great to travel with him yeah. great to see his seriousness his, his business etiquette you know um, switching from uh, what would you say uh, fun family man yeah, to, to, to serious boxing you yeah. know it's time to switch off now let's let's do what we have to do you know and when you when you go out there in the in in the 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 light and the sparks of everything you know and it's it's down to you nobody else nobody else has got to do it for you you know once the lights come on that's it it's it's a different ball game isn't it yeah it's you know and 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 coming into stadiums coming into uh arenas and and you're the main event yeah you know everybody's looking at you you know, you're in, you're in uh, Eddie O'Hearn's back garden. You're in Eddie O'Hearn's arena. Yeah. The guy doesn't spend, uh, no problem spending money on any show. You know, mm. and you're there. You, Paddy Hoyland is top of the pops, or wherever the main event is at the at the particular time, and to put on a show like that and get into an arena where you are the underdog mm. to face. Um, Eddie O'Hearn's fighter, you know it's a, it's it's a, a feat in itself. The fans alone don't like you. Never yeah. mind, never yeah. mind the, the guy you go to fight. You know. Tell me, did you ever see it going there when you went down to the Green Oil to do the course? No, never thought of. Never thought I'd be stepping into uh, Madison Square Gardens. Never thought I'd be stepping into any arena keep the, the spread that one open yeah. yeah never thought I'd be stepping into any arena whatsoever I was just curious as to what a cup man's role was in mm. in uh, boxing and uh, I was educated then at that stage you know it's how long was the course in my asking the course was just a day course just right. an introduction course and then you just you know, got your obviously your hands dirty, you got involved yeah. after the course and things. It started off giving you as I said an introduction. So yeah. you were introduced into basic first aid, you know? Yeah. Um how to how to wrap hands, you know, how to uh look after um lacerations, swellings, hematomas, bloody noses, how to how to basic look after that. Yeah. And obviously Curious, curiosity. Yeah. And um, brought me there, and um, with Joe Clifford. Then after that, we went on the road. Um, back back then in 2013, it was mainly MMA events. Right. Um, Bellator. Yeah. Well, that was in the latter years, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was national level. Right. So we would have been doing. Um, Battle zone. There was back then. There was there was a lot of MMA events. Yeah, j- back j- in j- 2000. Be more back in 2013, uh, 14, 15, 16. There was a lot of MMA events all around Ireland. Um, it wasn't until later. 
that that MMA events became very um, scarce here in Ireland, and more travelling up and down into Belfast and that you know. Yeah, Belfast must be like a second home to you at this stage, is it? Up there, I've done the Odyssey Arena, you know. Um, it's great when you're in them big halls, as I said. Yeah. Because the fighters are all they're, they're all hyped up, you know. It's their first time in a big main event, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's. Yo, yo, tell you buzzing for them as well, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd uh, give you like, like when I do an event up in in in, in anywhere, if I'm covering any event, but it, when I get home at one or two o'clock in the morning, mm. I, I'm the adrenaline is still yeah, pumping. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're still you're I still can awake. Imagine. I can't go asleep. It takes me another hour or two before I uh, actually calm myself down to uh, to go back to be able to go asleep. Yeah, you're still you taking know? it all in, like. Yeah, oh, that's just and and like. When you're sitting at the side of a cage for 20 fights, 15, whatever it may be, um, the fighters you might know, but you, you're you not really concentrating on the fighter because yeah. you're concentrating on the fight and potential swelling or, yeah, or yeah, cuts yeah. or anything that, that, might, ready, like. that might happen to them. Yeah. Like coming into the last, we say, 30 seconds of, of a round, your fighter might be okay. You might be uninjured. But in MMA, in boxing, it only takes one dig before yeah, you're, yeah, that before changes, something yeah. happens. Yeah. So uh, I, I never actually looked at it like that. that. That's very interesting that you say that. Like obviously we're looking for the entertainment side of it, but you have to be ready for them cuts and bruises, for them gashes. You know, you yeah. have to be on your toes and be well, prepared to. When 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 we get into the when we get into the ring the ring or the cage. Again, we've only got one minute to do our stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. you gotta get in there, and you gotta, you gotta, um, sort out the fighter as quickly as possible, so that he could advance on in in the fight. Yeah. And um, the uh, the referee or the doctor, they might intervene at that particular time, and that slows down your time. Yeah. You know, you kind of, you kind of have to know, um, the doctor. In the case, and you, you'd ask him, "Hold on, doc. You know, yeah, 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 give me yeah. a couple of minutes. Let yeah. me let me walk here. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'd have I'd have stuff. Maybe stop a stop his uh, cut, yeah. and in me taking her away would slow down. Would 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 hinder the repair yeah, of that yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. or swelling of the eye. I've only got thirty seconds, forty five seconds yeah. to get that ice in there to, to slow down that swelling mm. and to try and keep it down for the next round." Or two rounds or ten rounds, whichever's coming up next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you have to get the ice on there to do its job. And uh each second matters. So if the if the if the uh, doctor's trying to get a look or a cut or a swelling or anything like that, and he's taking time away from you. Yeah. You know, you have to say to the doctor see, see, oh, that's, just give me the time on it here, doc, for a second, yeah. you know. And, and that's things as viewers, like we don't really pay much attention to, you know. Yeah. Like what, what you're just like, I'm gonna watch fights completely <laughs> different now. Yeah, yeah. What, what what do you think yourself, Jay? Yeah, it's very insightful. Like I'm a big MMA fan. You know, I've watched it, Jesus, fifteen years now, and I never once kind of paid attention to like the cut man's role. Yeah. Obviously, you see what they're doing, and you just assume, right? You know, they're there to do a job to basically make sure the fighter is safe to get into the next round. Mm. But the way Dave's just described it, it's a it's a lot more to it, isn't it? Like, like we kind of touched on it, didn't we, last night in last night's episode? 
we were kind of talking about this they're basically unsung heroes aren't they yeah 100% so um, another thing that they have said which I think we can resonate with is just meeting the people like obviously this podcast Dave, like we wouldn't have got to meet you otherwise mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that's probably the, the best part for me as well down, yeah. down this is getting to form new relationships and getting to hear other people's stories because like before I done this like I, I kind of kept myself to myself you know and it's just it's so helpful and obviously we're, we're learning from from this conversation and we learn from people's experience exactly yeah. and we yeah. learn from everybody yeah. whether they're a boxing coach or they like um, the just guy who put you on to us um, Keith just throws up random videos you know yeah. what I mean yeah. like it's Close. mad the, the conversations that get flown from absolutely nothing Um but the, the, that's a big part of of what we do, you know. We we, we want to get these stories of the people that come in. Like you said it yourself, Dave. Yes. I, I don't really have much to share, you know. <laughs> but th- that alone, like, I'm really enjoying this already. Like, you shared quite a bit, haven't you? Yeah, and we're only halfway through, you know. Dave saying, "Oh yep. fuck, I want to go now." <laughs> no, yeah. but that, that's the thing. Like he he has shared a lot. Like he's out there giving us some some really good stories already in terms of like traveling the globe. You know what I mean? Madison Square Garden, like not everybody gets to go to Madison Square Garden. People don't even get to go visit as a fan. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're walking there. Mm. You know, so it, it's definitely everybody has a story. But yeah, Madison Square Garden and the singing the Irish national anthem. Yeah, you know, it's it's back hair hair in the back of your neck. Yeah. you know, rising out there. You know, and there's, there's there's a good few Irish boxers that have the privilege of saying that they. They fought in Madison yeah. Square Gardens, yeah. you know, and but they they'll know and understand these things, you know, um, and in the future, hopefully, they will spread their knowledge, you know, mm. like most fighters. Once they start in boxing, it's in their blood till yeah, till the end, you know, yeah. and they end up they end up coaching, they end up helping somewhere. That's that's how I became a coach, man. Yeah, because I was in the club end of things, and I just went for a bit of knowledge, and now at this stage in my life. I'm able to still be giving something to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where I'm not able to coach anymore. Yeah. I haven't got the time and commitment every evening to be going to a club. Yeah. So I, I can I can help a fighter, I can help yourself, I can give you the knowledge, you know, mm. that I've that I've gained through my life. You know? But, but, but even at that Dave, like obviously we're we're just chatting yeah, to you yeah. here for a few minutes, but I'm sure like Small details like calming the fighter before a fight, just having yeah. a conversation with him. Just it, having it, a chat. It's, it's yeah. these things that kind of go unnoticed, you know. Well, like like this, you and me having a chat here, and um, we're doing we're doing the raps. I'd be a lot quicker during the competition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I'd have another twenty two lads yeah. standing behind you, or twenty lads standing behind you. Um, in an MMA event, if you're if you're a boxer. It's it's different. You're solely with the boxer. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not you're not with the event. So if and I'm if I'm hired for an MMA event, I'm there to do everybody. Inside, outside the cage. So there's four cut men. Right. So with the four cut men, there's two at the back. It could be more. There could be six. Um but generally it's four. And uh you could be Wrapping the hands at the back for the first half of the event, and then you're out with the cage the second half event. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's you know? a long day as well. Yeah. 
So you're there, you're there from, like when we're going to Belfast, we leave at 9, 10, 10 o'clock in the morning mm. and we're coming home 12, 13 hours later. Yeah, can I imagine. You know? And it's, you know, as I said, it's great. It's See, great to be involved in, in something like that. Um, currently at the moment, it's hard. You know, boxing is, is taking a back seat yeah. or MMA. Um, like most companies now, are finding it very, very hard to keep their uh, competitions going, you know? Yeah. Um, there's not a lot happening. As you see, UFC is going because he has his own oil and he has his own money. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. He's, able to, he's able to keep that going. Yeah. Whereas most um, Bellator or, or um, Battle Zone Cage Warriors is one in, in, uh, from Belfast and they have closed arena events. You know, and yeah. they sell they sell a tickets that way. So there is some small MMA events still going. Yeah. But nothing like what, what there was. The yeah, same with boxing. Is, There's yeah. nothing what there was, you know. Everybody is on a shoestring budget mm. and they're trying to, to keep the spark on. Yeah. These guys are trying to keep the spark on. The fans are the main part of it when they're not getting the sales, you know. It's, yeah. it's tough. And then uh, even with the, the pay-per-view, you know, People have the four sticks and all now. They're not really bothering with that stuff, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it is a big hindrance on uh, on the sport, Ari. But um, that was done, is it? That's done. That's two done there. Now fist again. Yeah. So again, everything is in there. Mm-hmm. Dave, if you don't mind me asking you, Dave, what's the best bit of advice you've been given going through this whole journey? Um, from who, if you remember? I suppose it would be, obviously from Joe. Joe would be... Uh, giving me a voice all through when when we were um, training as a cut man, you know, yeah. and to be humble in yourself, you know, and and to take a back seat, you know, it's not about me being a cut man, you know, it's about the fighter, it's mm. about him, the event, each fight is about him, not about me, not about me getting in there and fixing his fight or wrapping his hands or doing anything, it's not about me. Mm. When it comes to the end of things, yeah, we can celebrate and 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 the team won, but yeah. it's the fighter. It's all about him. Yeah. Nobody else. That's all. And uh, I'd say that in itself, like, is... I wouldn't say it's hard to do, but, it, like... Just making sure that everything is on the fight, it takes something of a man to do as well. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm sure, like... Obviously, the viewers don't really see it the way the fighters would, but I'm sure all the fighters are extremely grateful and thankful to what you do. And I'm sure they tell you that all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Has there ever been a moment for you where it's been like, I don't know, like, I'm sure you've watched people kind of grow. Do you know what I mean? And go to the next level. Because you have three kids, Dave, um, we're saying, so is it ever like... We were only talking about this on our podcast last night. We get very emotional very easily. So is there ever a moment where you know someone is really chasing their dreams and they get to that level and, like, what what's that like, uh, uh, being the guy who wraps like, the hands? Like what you say, them? yeah, yeah. Emotion-wise, you have to switch off your emotions, definitely, mm. because, like, if I get brought into the fight, you know, I, I sit quiet in a corner. I don't usher, usher any instructions. You know, I don't get overwhelmed in it, um, with the heat of the fight. You have to be controlled and you have to be obviously watching the fight, what's going on, you know. So I can't go into that context. 
of 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 trying to be oh don't do that do this you yeah, know yeah. or if a coach is giving the wrong instruction yeah. you know yeah. or, or negative instruction because yeah, yeah, you yeah. hear you hear this kind of things yeah, you know see, that's another you know thing you, you just don't, don't of, you don't yeah. get involved you know yeah so you just sit there and at the side of the cage or the ring and you, you do your job, you know? Yeah, and uh, I can really resonate with that because I used to manage my son's football team, Cherry Orchard, and a lot of the parents were on the side, you know, shouting, I'm like, look, this is my job, leave it to me. I understand you're only trying to help, you know, but I, I suppose it's the very same, and I, I'd imagine it's hard, especially if, obviously, different people read different people different ways, right? Yeah. So if you know a fighter needs something and you're seeing them getting the opposite, like that must be extremely tough for you to watch, like... Well, it is. It is in a sense when you when you know how to read a fighter first of all, you know, yeah. and and you're reading a fight, mm. you know, and 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 something is not is not clicking right, you know. Yeah. The 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 coach is not seeing what should be seen, yeah, you know, yeah. or should be said, you know. It's, so it takes it's, a lot for that to. You just have to. You just have to bite your tongue yeah. sometimes, you know. And, it's about being and, professional. and you can. You can obviously depend on your relationship with yeah, the coach. Of course, yeah. You can depend on the relationship with your coach. I I'd often say to to we just say Stephen. Mm. I say Stephen, listen, he needs to move him around more to the left. Your man's catching him on the right hand side. Just yeah. a quick ten second, yeah. and that's me yeah, yeah, back yeah. over it again, you know. Yeah. And Stephen mightn't have seen that, or yeah. you know, or they say just follow up. Don't be throwing the single. Get them off single punches, you know, yeah, and yeah. just don't interfere, you know. Just make a positive uh, contribution rather than anything else, you know. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, you know. Definitely. Keeping the fight or positive, going through his rounds all the time, and trying to keep him on top of the fight. And when he comes back to the corner and he, he is cut and he's going, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? It's grand, grand. I'm just in here, I've got to do my job, you know. Sometimes you might be inflicting their sight yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. you might be inflicting their breathing through their nose so you have to tell them you know yeah. especially with MMA fighters because you see them in the cage and they're hanging over cages and they're sprawling on the half on the ground not even sitting on a stool they're hunkered yeah. you know where professional boxers they come back to a stool yeah it's controlled so you get in and you do what you need to do and you talk to the fighter the fighter talks to the coach outside the, the ring when you're in an MMA cage sometimes your man's exhausted he's leaning up against the cage he has his back to you yeah. you know you have to take control of him yeah. you take him by the shoulder you take him from the centre of the cage you bring him around you turn him you know small little things you take him by the elbow you take yeah, control yeah. Yeah. you know you put your hand on, the, on his cut straight away yeah. you bring him in you turn his head you know all these things are just what I've been taught yeah whereas if your man's hanging over the cage or he's, he's exhausted and you're trying to get under his arms and get in there it doesn't work yeah it doesn't see, work see that, that's the detail like yeah. I, I would have never thought of anything like that but look Dave um, we'll get you more comfortable now we'll we'll switch up and, yeah. and change to the desk we'll get but, set um, for a part two yeah yeah we'll get set for part two but as you can see folks these are the hands that Dave has wrapped feels absolutely amazing Feels rock solid, and I can't wait to use them. But yeah, gotta go so home and bait the bollocks out of your bag now, eh? Yeah, stay tuned <laughs> for part two.